welcome to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. I'm your host, Matt Halloran. Being your own loud is not new to marketing, but the mindset, strategies, and resources to help you get there are evolving faster than this industry is keeping up. It is time to find a new perspective on what works why and how to move your business forward. Listen as I interview guests to help you learn from them how to be your own loud. Let's get to the show. Hey, everybody, Matt Haller, your friendly neighborhood podcasting expert here again. Okay, this is episode two with Candace. Uh, we're going to dive a lot more deeply into uh, really the products and services and the offerings that FICOM has, uh, one that we're partnering with so that all of you guys can have a better understanding of what this big announcement uh, that is about to happen. Uh, this podcast is probably going to come out a little after the po- the, the announcement is made, but uh, yeah, it's just the way that the ball bounces. Okay, so podcasting is not only a big part of who you are and what you do, but it's a big part of some of some foundational philosophy philosophy that you guys have at FICOM. Why why do you think podcasting is such a great idea for advisors? Oh my gosh, it is. Like if you're not podcasting, the question I'm going to ask is like, why not? Okay, listen, if your clients or your prospective clients don't listen to podcasts, and it's possible that they don't, maybe podcasting isn't for you. But why I love podcasting and why at FICOM we are such avid supporters of podcasting is a number of reasons. First of all, you add video to it like this and you've got a ton of content. You've got your audio on all the podcasting sites. You can launch your YouTube channel and then you've got video micro snippets across all your social media, which we know the algorithms are going crazy for and will continue to. So first of all, you can create a ton of content in a really efficient way. The second thing that you really want to consider is it's an opportunity for prospective clients to really get to know you before they meet with you. What a more personal way than popping in your headphones, listening to someone as you're working out, as you're commuting, as you're walking, whatever. I feel like it's a very personal way for people to get to know you. Also really authentic because typically on a podcast, you're not just there as a sales commercial, you're adding value, you're having conversations, right? So just a really beautiful, authentic, natural way. You're on people's phones. There isn't a higher impact way to like reach them really is the truth about it. But I think it also comes to what we consider like our new school modern marketing principles, which is it gives you an opportunity to be in conversation with people versus just broadcast, right? Which was like, if you think about advertisements in the old school world of just TV, that's what you did. This is who we are. This is where we are. It's what you buy. Broadcast, where it was like one way, where I think podcasting gives you an opportunity to be in conversation with people. It gives you an opportunity to position yourself as a human, not only as an expert, but it's really like people get to know you really. And it's an opportunity for you to put your message out in a way that feels really good to you, right? Like no one else controls it except for you. Well, what it's interesting. I'm going to take one issue with one of the things that you said early on. And because I hear this a lot, because you and I both manage a lot of the sales for our organizations. Well, they'll say to me, well, Matt, you know, my clients don't listen to podcasts. Number one, you actually don't know that. And then number two, okay, but don't you want ideal clients to be listening to your podcast? So, uh, you know, that shouldn't be a hard stop for anybody who's listening to this. Now, now I am going to say this though. Listen, you said something that was fantastic, which is you do this once, 
you record high quality audio, high quality video, you can create obscene amounts of content uh, based off of that. So maybe they don't listen to podcasts, but this is still the foundation, the long form content that you need to continue to deepen relationships with people. But then you have video snippets and you have quote memes and you have little, you know, social media posts, little audio or get a blog written from the transcript you can put it in your email nurture sequences like yeah and i think to your i think to your point matt like we always say to people like the advisors will come to me like do i need to be on tiktok and i'll be like go ask your top five clients are they on tiktok do you know what i'm saying so like if you're unsure like to your point like do my clients listen to podcasts have you asked them i think that's like a really and then even be curious if you don't listen to podcasts really why Right. Or, or what are you consuming and where are you consuming it? Well, Candace, I mean, come on. How many advisors are terrified to ask their top 10 clients or top five clients that, you know, one of the other things too, that I talk a lot about during, during our kind of onboarding process is yeah, maybe your matriarch and the patriarch isn't listening to a podcast, but don't you want the multi-generational wealth? Don't you want to start building a relationship with the kids and the grandkids? We know that this and video are the two perfect ways to go ahead and do that. Uh, and very, very impactful. Now, this is a totally loaded question that I'm going to ask you, and I put it here for yeah. very selfish reasons. I look forward um, which, to this. Which is, yeah. which is, why are you partnering with us? I mean, this this is, now, I'm not, I just want to be clear. We're not merging companies. You're not buying us. We're not buying you. We're partnering together. We're like two train tracks heading in the same direction. Um but but this this is because of you and me. I just want to make sure that everybody we met at at Jolt last year, and there was something just we were talking, and you kept saying things, and I'm like, holy crap! There's another business out there that we that made so much sense. So so if you don't mind, let, let's talk a little bit about that. So I think there's a couple of reasons that we're partnering with Proudmouth, and we are really excited to be partnering with Proudmouth. Is Number one, we believe in the power of podcasting. Our new school podcast won Wealth Management's Digital Campaign of the Year in 2021. And by the way, that was a podcast about authenticity and vulnerability. When we launched it, we didn't know if anyone would listen, especially in our industry. So all of a sudden, we started to acknowledge and realize, oh, there are other people that believe the same things that we do, like a little bit of people coming out into the ether, into the open about like their worldview. We hosted two years in a row, the first ever advisor podcast awards in partnership with Investment News. We were blown away by the podcasters. Ultimately, the advisors that we see podcasting, sometimes we listen to them and we do like our clients, but also when we're running the awards, we are so moved. We are like, oh my gosh, like these advisors, like the level of authenticity, of vulnerability, of the way that they talk about money or helping people, whole different trajectory. and. We are so aligned with supporting and helping the industry move that way. And Matt, quite frankly, we saw you as the same. When I met you, when I talked to you, like it was clear, like we are aligned. We want to help more advisors be able to show up in their businesses in this really human way that drives real change. It just so happens that podcasting seems to be like the vehicle to help them do that right now, right? Like it's such like a human vehicle. So one, we were so aligned with Proudmouth, I think philosophically in terms of like, how do we have greater impact on the industry because we want to expand the impact of financial advice. And the more people are, we're all less taboo about money. We're more empowered around all those things, the freer we all think we're going to be and the more elevated. So we want to be a part with that. And we saw you as philosophically aligned with that. 
And then second of all, it's like what you mentioned in our previous episode, we want to coach, we want to amplify in terms of marketing and things. We are never going to do what Proud Mouth does, right? So Proud Mouth, we see as the best in the execution production game, in knowing the space, in knowing advisors. And we said, this is a beautiful opportunity for us to marry together the things that we're really excellent and good at and really have an impact on the industry. And ultimately, what I see is consumer and people's behavior around money. And when we're saying money, what do we mean? Their lives, the choices that they're able to make in their lives. And we feel the same way, uh, which is we don't want to be, you know, we're not a, we don't do any of the stuff that, that you guys do when it comes to the Amplify program, specifically with all of the wonderful layers of, of value that you guys have. And we're not a coaching company. I, I've, I've joked with you about this offline. I'm a recovering coach and I'm still in recovery. I, I don't want to do that anymore. That was a, a life that I put a pin in and I moved on. No judgment. If you love the coaching stuff, that's great. Uh, that that's I'm in a I'm in a different place. I went through the same process. If you didn't listen to the previous episode, please do of that process of self discovery. What does Matt want to be when he grows up? I'm constantly asking myself that question. Now let's talk about what like how we're working together. So there's 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 two different components here, uh, and let's talk about the first one, which is the zero to launch podcast workshop. So we built a 30-day workshop to help advisors concept and launch their podcast, right? So because what we were hearing was, we want to do a podcast, I've been dreaming about a podcast, but as you know, like I have a hundred names, I don't know which name to be, like, I don't really know how to execute on it, like all of those things. And the truth of the matter is it's like working out, like we could all Google it, find out what to eat and what exercises to do, right? But like, it's hard to do it on your own. So what we did was we came up with a 30-day workshop where we help advisors get really clear on their vision for their podcast. Why are they doing it? what change they want to create with it, who are they speaking to, and then designing their artwork, choosing their music selection, all of that based on that vision, and then executing in terms of like, what is a format for them? Is it going to be weekly? Is it going to be monthly? Is it going to be interview style? Is it going to be them solo checking? I say to them, if you, if your ideal client is a poet and you want to read poetry, like we are fine, like that is amazing, but it should be really intentional. So in 30 days, advisors with coaching, resources, accountability in peer groups, we give them, here's the concept, here's the assignment, here's the resources, go, they take it on. So one of them might be choosing the name. They we say, go to your group, come up with 100 names, choose your top three, put them on social media, ask your clients for feedback, choose your name, and you've got 24 hours. Um, that's, it's, you have more time, but I'm just making up. You have 24 hours to come up with your name, right? So it's a pressure cooker environment for them to get really clear on their vision, what it looks like, and then begin executing. So that at the end of 30 days, they have what we call a podcast doctrine, which is a one page of all the rules around their podcast that they have come up with what the format is, what the length is, what the frequency is, what their artwork is, what their tone is, how they're going to do. They've recorded their first interview. They are doing active outreach to their guests. They've created their artwork. They've chosen their music and their trailer, and then they're ready to keep going. So 30 days, pressure cooker, get them in action in a very loving kind of way, though I say pressure cooker, but it's, we do it with like a lot of love, right? Like it's accountability for them to go up and running. And then now we hand them to Proudmouth for ongoing execution. And, and that's, that's why, so 
being able to get everybody in the right state of mind by using the peer accountability and all of the systems that you've built in place, all of the tips and tools that you guys have. So if if those people who go through the the this program want fulfillment, want somebody to actually continue and hold them accountable to get their podcast out into the world, uh, that's where we go ahead and pick up. And many of you guys have heard, you know, about who we are and what we do, but then there's an added layer, which is really super cool. And so one of the other cool things is you have this Amplify program. So let's talk about that because if you've been podcasting for a while, uh, you might hit kind of a ceiling, right? You're like, ah, I'm just not really getting this next, next level, this next jump. And, and that's really, I believe, and I might be misspeaking here, where you come in with Amplify. So let's talk about that. Yeah. So in Amplify, the problem that we're solving there was really, there's a lot of advisors with podcasts that they left. So maybe they've been podcasting for a while, but they're not seeing the ROI, which basically comes down to, we've got this incredible content. We've refined it over time. We love what we're doing. Our clients love it, right? And I think that's important. Creating content that speaks to your clients will automatically speak to your prospective clients. We love it, but we don't know how to take this content and make it translate to new clients. So we've got it on the podcast sites, like we're, we're, we're cool with that, but we don't know how to attract more clients. So we built Amplify Podcasts. It's almost, you could always think about it as a podcast conversion plan, right? So also I think something that's important to note is like to your point, Matt, they don't know how to do it. And maybe they don't have the time, desire or resources to be able to learn how do we get clients from it or the internal resources. So. What we did was we came up with a solution where we help advisors take their amazing content and put it into the digital world in a way that essentially creates breadcrumbs for potential clients to find them and engage with them. So it is our proven marketing and PR system. So we create social posts for them, a landing page and offer to drive those prospective clients. We get clear on their CTAs, which is the action you want your listeners to take as they're listening, an email nurture sequence. So, and if this sounds like a lot of jargon too, that's okay. You can just like gloss over this part, but I'll tell you what it is. And we also have our PR expertise. Our PR team will put them on this PR AI driven platform, set it up so reporters can reach out to them and then do one outbound PR pitch a quarter. So it's really what we did was we took our agency expertise that we have for our really big, big clients. And we said, how do we scale this in a way that's really relevant to advisors that don't need our full solution and to those that are podcasting? So how do we use all our expertise and experience and how do we help these advisors? Also what's included in it it's coaching and consulting. So we'll listen to the podcast. We'll look at the things that we'll do, they're doing, and then we'll start to help them identify like what's working really well, what potentially isn't working in that conversion plan and draft, and how do we adjust to make sure that they're seeing the types of clients that they want to, that they're reaching them in a way that's really effective. I get asked all the time, and you've already started touching on this, so we're going to keep chasing this rabbit, is, you know, what are the actual return on investments for podcasting? And, and with Amplify, you're going to see a, a lot of quantifiable results, right, where you're going to be able to see how many people are coming in through your funnel. You're going to have the funnel. You're going to have, the, like, you're going to have these things, right, that have value in themselves with obviously the outcome of bringing in new business. But that's 
yes, is that the ultimate goal of everybody, but there's a lot more to podcasting than just bringing in net new assets. What, what do you guys think about that? I mean, absolutely. I think about a lot of people have different reasons why they podcast. And I should have said this in our previous episode too, but like my, if I was an advisor, my definition of success for my business and my podcast may be very different from yours, Matt. And so we don't believe in one and done, like this is the solution. This is the cookie cutter that fits all, like all of our workshops, our coaching, our solutions are designed as strategic frameworks for thinking to support advisors in finding a solution that's authentic and unique to them. So yes, you're a podcasting incredible marketing vehicle to drive new clients, right? Also incredible client retention tool. Like how do you continue to add value to your clients? How do you have outside expertise that you can really get in front of them? Do you know what I'm saying? That you can like help them live better lives. Also, we have advisors that say, listen, I want to have a greater impact on how people think about money or this fulfillment in their life or whatever, but I'm never going to be able to serve all of them. So my podcast is a way to give free resources to all of these people. And, or maybe my goal is, as part of that is to help people feel like they're not alone, that other people make decisions that they're ashamed of in their money. And so my podcast is really focused on that. Or we have clients that say, like conversations. I know this is a big thing that advisors deal with a spousal alignment, right? So like each advisor having, I mean, each client thinking differently, I mean, each spouse thinking differently about money. So how do you give them what they need or demonstrate ways for them to have effective communications with their spouse? They don't end up getting divorced, which we know money is like one of the top three reasons why people get divorced. So these, all these different reasons why people or advisors might podcast and it's also an excellent marketing tool for growing your business. One of the things that we add is podcasting is art and art has value. Uh, great video, great audio, uh, great blog is, is actually because you're storytelling. That's really what you're doing, right? And uh, one of the things that I love to, to ask advisors is, do you have local art in your office? And most people say yes, which may actually makes me very happy because I have a lot of friends who are artists who really appreciate when somebody is a patron, right? And I said, okay, so, so, you know, Hey, what do you have? And they're like, well, I've got a sculpture, you know, that was made by this local person. Really? Do you, do you expect that to pay you back? And they look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, oh, hold on. Let's, let's explore this a little bit more. So you have a, a sculpture uh, from a local artist. Do you expect that that $10,000 you spent on that is going to make you 20 grand? Well, of course not. I want you to think of podcasting and really great content creation, that true authentic self. Cause here's the thing that sculptor put their true authentic self into that sculpture, right? podcasting is art. I know some people say, Matt, that's so corny. Uh, but I, but I really believe that. I love that expression of it. I think it's, I think I can relate to it in terms of like you are creating. So even if your goal is to get new clients, well, what are you actually creating from a good pos good podcast? You're creating not only your podcast and the conversations, but it has a far reaching impact because you're potentially creating shifts in people's mindsets 
potentially shifts in their behaviors. You could potentially be initiating conversations that you don't even know about, that you never know about. Do you know what I'm saying? So a lot of the impact to your point, like you might not directly see or experience, but if you believe in what you do and every advisor that I've ever worked with or that I've coached, one of the prompts that we use is, well, what is one of your earliest money stories? And every single one of them has a heartfelt, really emotional, moving money story and some memory that they had as a child. And they decided, I don't want this ever to happen. I don't want this ever had to happen to me, or I don't ever want to have to relive this, whatever that is. And so they really have this high resonance and, and like connection to what they do. And they want to drive change, not only in their life, their own lives and clients' lives, but like people at large, if that makes any sense. And great art does that too, right? If you think of some of the greatest experiences you've had artistically, whether it's with music or dance or sculpture or paintings, those representations can make fundamental psychological behavioral changes in you by just interacting with that. Okay. Now my, uh, this is my last loaded question for you. And then we're going to wrap up this three-part mini series, which is how long does it take, Candace? Let's let's get to the brass tacks here because there are some advisors who can say, I'm going to go through your 30-day program. I'm going to have five episodes done and I'm going to bring in $10 million. What is your experience with how long it takes to build the momentum? Yeah, I think it's like anything. It's like if you decide you're going to do a whole 30 tomorrow and you take on the 30-day cleanse and you're like, I'm going to work out two days a week. And at the end of 30 days, you're looking and you're feeling great. That's fabulous. We all know you have to keep that momentum going. And I like to think about marketing and podcasting as a momentum game. It's almost like investing in the stock market. If you think about it from an advisor's perspective, when's the best time to invest? Well, yesterday, okay? When, like, how long should you invest? for like your whole life. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you build true wealth? Well, you keep adding to it. So it's the same with your marketing. The more you do, the more you'll learn. So you'll start to identify, oh, the type of client that I'm going for and that I really want, or the change that I want to create, this is it. And this type of client. So we're going to get really specific about what we talk about. And we're actually going to have a bigger impact than we ever really realized. This cool thing that we thought was going to attract a lot of attention, like actually no one cares about. You start to learn, right? You start to really get clear on like what really works, what really resonates for you and for your ideal client. So you so you can't do that without time. And then I think the second thing to to think about is, okay, well, if you if you want to continue adding value, and you maybe you decide you don't even want to grow. So let's say growth is off the table, but it would obviously apply to growth, but you want to continue adding value. Well, at what point do you decide you're going to stop adding value? If you're creating a podcast that is meaningful, that is targeted for your ideal client, that's authentic to you and really speaks to, to your strengths and what you're meant to be doing as a financial advisor, like why would you stop? Continue adding value. It always pays off. You just, and I've never thought of this before, but I don't, and you just triggered that with this whole like, true wealth and really looking at, you know, a really, really long-term thing. Can you imagine, and I want you advisors to think about this, you create this podcast, this podcast lives in an environment that actually has a digital footprint really forever. Can you imagine your great grandkids being able to listen to your voice, talk about something that you were passionate about, and also talk about how you helped change people's lives surrounding money? 
or surrounding health or wellness or whatever poetry, as you had said before, right? Could you imagine you're creating a digital legacy? And, and that's hard to quantify that because, you know, uh, you might not be around to see it. But I love the fact that uh, you can go back and see an old film right? An old, old film, right? And you can see an actor that is no longer alive. And she was the greatest actor in the world. I watched this flamenco dancer earlier today. This was like from like 1946. And she's been known as the greatest flamenco dancer ever. And I got to experience it. She's not here anymore. And it's because somebody took the time to, to create that piece of archiving footage. And that's one of the other things that you're doing when you're creating anything, audio, video, or great uh, stuff. Just think about that digital footprint and how how long that can really truly last. Now, I, I, you didn't fully answer my question, so I'm going to hot poker you just a little bit more, um, because what we're seeing is we're seeing it's like 18 to 24 months before they really start gaining what we refer to as escape velocity or real momentum. Now, I know you have the Amplify program, which which we don't have, right? So, uh, and I know that really does accelerate that thing. But so the people who get into the Amplify program specifically, how long have they, have they been podcasting? And after they implement the Amplify program, how quickly are they seeing results? Yeah. So the clients that we've had in Amplify podcast have been podcasting for a little bit. So at least 12 months, you know, they figured it out. And I think what we learned in the early days when we were beta testing it, quite frankly, is we were like, okay, like we wanted to see like what would actually work. And what we learned was advisors that are podcasting and podcasting consistently. So usually about a 12 month time frame, they built the discipline around it, which is like hard to do, right? And they've built the discipline around it. They are, they've started to understand what they're good at. They've started to understand what are the opportunities to lean into and like where opportunities to lean out. And they're actually in a place where, so I always say this to advisors when they're beginning, because like everyone begins and they're like, I'm going to interview some like famous person, you know, and then my podcast is going to like take off. Like, and that's like, what's going to be amazing. And we say, look, your goal is not to be a Kardashian. Like your goal is to add value to exactly the right type of person who wants exactly what you need and have but what happens at that point is also I'd like I'd say like you've been podcasting like I you know I'm, I'm sure there are people if you're podcasting weekly that learning curve happens even faster but let's say you're doing monthly I would say like at least 12 episodes in your pocket I feel like you're in a place where you're confident you've built the discipline and your content is in a place where it's ready for PR for additional marketing, right? Because in the beginning, you're still trying to figure it out. Maybe you're not that good at it. And so we always say, we did it even for our own podcast because we always practice what we preach. preach. We did not do a ton of marketing. We did not do any PR and we we're a PR firm on our own stuff until we felt like we were in a place where like, yes, this is good. Like we've hit our stride. Like this adds value. This does things. So getting to a place where you feel like, okay, my podcast is good. Like I like I feel like it's right. It's not um, it might not be exactly where I want it to be, but it's in a place where I don't feel like we're fumbling around in the darkness anymore. We've built the discipline and we're ready to go bigger. Right? There's nothing worse than like going big on something where you're like, you're still developing it and you're not sure. 
Yeah, boy, we made some mistakes like that, my friend. Holy Moses. Did you? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We, well, uh, I'm, I'm historically really good at the whole shoot ready aim sort of philosophy. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, so, uh, but we do the same thing. You know, we test everything on ourselves before we uh, launch it to our clients. One, because we want the confidence that it works. And two, I kind of want some social proof that it works uh, because you and I, it, it, we're we're especially with the whole new school idea it's a new school everybody this is new philosophy and there isn't we're we're both in uncharted waters in financial services hands down i remember when we first started i had to tell people what a podcast was and that was only five years ago like they had no idea uh now covid accelerated that exponentially and now whatever it's like 78 percent of people uh you know know what podcasts are or familiar with the media all right so i asked you this last time but we've kind of switched gears here and I'm sorry, circling back to that, Matt, I just want to say the unsexy answer is get your podcast to a place where you feel really good, but it's the question, but then it's also worth the marketing and PR spend. So I just wanted to make sure like, don't go, don't spend ahead of where you are because then you'll be disappointed. Well, that's, that's, no, thank you. That's a great, great exclamation point on that statement. That's fantastic. Now, the question that I asked you at the end, which is what question should I have asked you that I didn't? And you asked, said, you know, what, what is your favorite podcast? Now that you're in a different mindset, what question should I have asked you about this stuff? Um, where can you hear Matt Halloran on the new school? <laughs> no, I don't think there's any question. I think we've covered so much. I would say like, what is the opportunity for advisors to podcast? And I'd say advisors, like if you have a purpose, if you legitimately want to change the way people think about money and you want to impact their lives, like podcasting is the way to do it. And in our partnership, we hope that we've designed something that really supports you in doing that, right? Get into the 30-day workshop. Um, you'll have Matt coming in and his team as like guest experts in our 30 day workshop. They'll handle all their ongoing production. They're pros at it. They know what we're doing. And when you're ready, we can amplify your results and make sure that you expand your impact in all the ways that you want to. So just want to thank you for the incredible opportunity, Matt, to partner with you and your team. They have been just, we have so loved working with them. Uh, we're so excited for the launch. And if you're an advisor listening and you've been thinking about your podcast, dreaming about your podcast, but not sure where to get started, like this is a sign. And I'm going to quote Meg. She said, this is the first end to end podcasting solution in financial services. And we feel that way, which is why we're so honored. So Candace, uh, you know, uh, thank you for everything. Thank you for all you're doing for the industry. Uh, thank you for you being you. Uh, it's been wonderful uh, going on this journey with you. I learned a lot about you personally over these last two podcasts, which makes me just kind of want to know even more. Uh, and trust me, I'll, I'll, I'll be texting you with some more questions here very, very soon. So thank you very much for being on the show. And um, we are going to be launching this everywhere, everybody. You're going to be seeing this pretty much all over the place. Problemouth is launching the heck out of this. Ficom is launching the heck out of this. We truly know that what we have built together, we are a lot stronger and we're going to be able to make you get your voice out in the marketplace. So for Candace and everybody at Ficom, this is Matt Haller. And we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thanks for listening to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. If you want to know more about how you can be your own loud, visit us at proudmouth.com and sign up for the Pod Rocket Academy. Through courses and office hours led by professional podcast producers and digital marketers, you will learn everything you need to know to become the trusted subject matter expert you were meant to be.